This is the M6P with your host, Andy Kirby. And Jared Mayo. Jared Mayo. Hey, hey. Happy Mardi Gras, sir. Yes, I heard it's uh, about to get crazy down there. Yep, tomorrow. Tomorrow's the day. Oh, tomorrow's when it starts. Uh, well, th- it's been Mardi Gras season. It's been like two months. Gotcha. Yes, but tomorrow is Fat Tuesday, which is Mardi Gras day. Today, I think, is what they call Lundi Gras. <laughs> and then okay. Wednesday is Ash Wednesday. So it's a, what whole, is, it's a whole thing. Well, yeah, what is it? Uh, what is Lundy Day? Lundy Gras is, I think... I think, Lundy Gras? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Lunes, Martes. Like, Monday is, in Spanish, is Lunes, right? So, Lundy. And then Tuesday is Marty or Martes, right? Am I right there? Spanish? Do you know I don't Spanish? know. I, have, I took French. Did you really? But I remember saying Lundy. <laughs> it is probably more French than Spanish. I don't know what the French terms are. I think Fergie sings about Lundy. Fergie, I thought that... Now, it's been a while, but I thought that she was a backup dancer. Fergie? Fergalicious? I don't know. Am I wrong? Yes, you're wrong. She's in Black Eyed Peas. Who is the backup dancer for Tina Turner? Furley. Oh, uh, you can see how I would mistake <laughs> that, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good times. I figured you were a big Fergie fan. I don't know what that is. Is it a guy? Is it a girl? Yeah, we'll just move on. <laughs> <laughs> so are you are you guys celebrating uh, Lundy Day? Yes, I'm already drunk. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that what you do on Lundy Day? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what L- Lundy Girl is. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I, I actually don't know. But tomorrow we're going to a parade. Well, we'll... we'll be there right there in Covington, downtown Covington. That's the plan. It's rained and been cold the last four years. This this year, it's supposed to be perfect weather, so that'll be fun. Because everything kind of closes down, yes. am I correct? Yep, everything. Yep. Okay. yep. We have off tomorrow. The rest of the world does not. But forget them, because they're not buying our wares tomorrow. We're going to be That's right. Well, so uh, is it just tomorrow that you're off? You're not actually off on Wednesday? No, 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 because Mardi Gras is on Tuesday. Wednesday. I thought tomorrow, what? No, Mardi Gras is Tuesday. It's always Fat Tuesday. It's always Fat Tuesday. Well, today's Monday. Right, so we're off tomorrow on Tuesday. I thought Tuesday was Lundy Day. No, that's Mardi Gras. Today is Lundy Gras. Today I missed Lundy Gras? <laughs> uh. Uh. <laughs> yes. So, okay, all right. You do know what Ash Wednesday is? Yes. Okay, okay. I don't know how many Catholics are around where you live. Oh, I don't know. I've not been asking. <laughs> well, do you, do you need me to run outside and ask who's Catholic real quick? Excuse me, if you could just run outside and scream, Hey, is anyone Catholic? I'm looking for someone that's Catholic. And they'll be like, I'm Catholic. What do you need? Oh, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I'll hey. say, come in the house. Be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Ash Wednesday, sir. No, we are not Catholic, but many, 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 many people down here are. So, um, What's that have to do with anything? Well, Mardi Gras is a Catholic... I mean, it's a Louisiana thing, but Mardi Gras and Ash Wednesday are, are Catholic holidays. So Mardi Gras is a Catholic holiday? Yes, yeah. Ash Wednesday <laughs> kicks off Lent, 
right? Which is the 40 days before Easter. Yes. Right? And so mm-hmm. Lent, you to you give up something for God to show your piety, if you will, because mm-hmm. Jesus suffered during that time leading up to the cross and the, and the crucifixion and the resurrection. And so people give up for 40 days. They give up something, probably red meat or something like that. Uh, or they just eat fish on Fridays or something, you know. And that mm-hmm. uh, Tuesday is the day before you give up something. And so it's full of gluttony, frivolity, and debauchery. Gotcha. Okay. So tomorrow's crazy, and then Wednesday is no fun. Yeah, it's repentance time. Yeah. Repentance time. <laughs> <laughs> repentance time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm glad I can experience this with you on the podcast. Well, I feel like we might have discussed this before, but you know how my memory is. We may have. I don't know. Do you, We've do you give up anything listeners. for Lent? I do not, no. Okay. No. I, You're I, just like, sin all year long. <laughs> I, if you mean give up sin all year long, I try to do that. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at that. So what's going on with you? I mean, I know you're not celebrating Uh, Mardi Gras, but you know. Yeah, I know. Well, I might change plans tomorrow. Okay, good, good. I might go crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Try and get it all out of my system. (laughs) Yes, I can see where you would want to do that. Yeah, so that should be fun. But that's it? That's all you're going to do? Oh, I mean, that's going to be crazy in and of itself. Right, 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 right. I mean, it's going to be like listening to Fergie's Greatest Hits. Right, obviously, yeah. Yeah, have Tina take a time out, right? And then give up Fergie for Lent. Well, you know, she retired and all, but... You know, you did mention Furley. Furley got married this weekend. Oh, that's great news. Great job, Furley. What did she sing for it? <laughs> great job, Furley. What? <laughs> did she sing or did she just dance? Uh, I think she just can't walk down the aisle. Oh, she didn't dance down the aisle? I don't... I mean, she may have. There's not video footage. And... Okay, so if you were a backup dancer, would you have to marry another backup dancer? Or would it be like, listen, I'd rather marry somebody who can't dance at all because I don't want to feel bad about myself just in case, or I don't want them to feel bad about themselves? You know what I mean? Mm, well, I mean, that's like, you know, if you're a teacher, should you do you have to marry another teacher? Or I don't think just because it's a dancer changes it. Right. I think we see that in today's comic today. Two FBI agents are married, right? Yes. And that's how we're bringing it back around. Wow, look at that. I know, it's pretty impressive. I know, this is the M6P, a comic book podcast, believe it or not. Uh, you can email us at m6ploc at gmail.com. Visit our website, theM6p.com. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at theM6p. You can look us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash theM6p. You can give us a call and be a part of our show at 616-755-TINA. You can also hit us up on YouTube and Twitter and uh, all those, you know, the Instagrams and this, this the that stuff. Them Instagrams. Yes. They're fantastic, all of them. I love all those grams. And golden. And golden grams. Right. Exactly. So we are also sponsored by DCB Service, Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. Get all your pre-order single issues for 40% off. You can also go to InStockTrades.com, get everything, all the trades that are in stock for 35% off. Orders over $50 are free oh, shipping. We, free shipping. I'm sorry. Free shipping. What if they're uh, what if they're out of stock? They're not. They're in stock. Yes. It's in the name. In stock trades. I love it. And you said they're all free. Right. Everything's free on their website. Everything. It's a, it's Ooh. a, it's a free for all. Quick disclaimer, Andy's a liar. Yeah. So I misspoke. 
I'm yeah. I'm still you know hitting the sauce. So oh, we're gonna keep moving. <laughs> We're also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership. Check them out at crpsavings.com and also Michael Webb Solutions at michaelwebbsolutions.com. Well, that's fantastic. And then the Marvelous Box, too. Let's hit that. That's coming up, right? Next show. Marvelous Box. It's yes, coming up we are. next month, right? Yes, sir. We are putting inventory together and starting to pack up the boxes, and it's going to be a good box. It's going to be fun. I love it. I love it. Every so basically, week. just real quick, a quick plug. For 25 bucks, you get over $100 worth of Marvel graphic novel shipped right to your door. Whether you love Deadpool, Spider-Man, Hulk, or the X-Men, you're going to get something uh, that you love and maybe something that you haven't read before but that you're going to love. We, we don't pack junk in these boxes. No packing junk. No, that, sir. That's it. Mar- the Marvelous Box. No packing junk. I got it. Ooh, I like that. I, I see a commercial in our future. <laughs> right. Another commercial. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. What do you want to hit? We got we have like a Daredevil supporting cast themed show. Yes, we do. Too too many adjectives. Uh, it was just the right amount. One more, and it would have been too much. I understand. It was too 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 many. Got it. All right, which one do you yes. want to do first? We got Electra number one, and we have Bullseye number one. Well, let's hit up Electra. Do it, man. All right, Electra number one. Our story opens in Las Vegas at a casino with lots of high rollers. Someone is monitoring the big players as they talk with their colleagues about different challenges for various members. In the bar, we find Electra disguised as a blonde making small talk with a barmaid covering bruises. A man takes the barmaid to the bathroom where he beats her as Electra comes to her aid. Rescuing our purple-haired damsel in distress, Electra kills anyone that looks to be working in cahoots with the man as Arcade is revealed to be... The spy monitoring the guests. <laughs> what do you think about this? Ah, I felt like for a 22-page story, a little bit more could have happened. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting opener. And her yeah, costume, I, right? Well, we, yeah, we can hit that up. The costume is kind of, is basically the Netflix right. Electra costume. Have you made it to Daredevil Season 2? I did, yes. We finished that. Yep. All right. I'm actually all caught up, and we are ready for Iron Fist this month, this next well, month. look at you all fancy. I know. And Logan, I'm ready to see Logan, too. Yes. That's going to be amazing. Night. Yeah. Yeah, so it was basically Netflix Electra. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I like my comic versions. I don't I don't think the that by her wearing the, elect, the Netflix outfit that sales of Electra are going to go shooting through the roof you know right oh we recognize her from six months ago or a year ago or whatever when her show came on <laughs> you know? yeah it is it is an odd choice yes but uh yeah i think a lot of the marvel titles today are very reminiscent of this one in that the first issue takes a lot of setup time you know they do a lot of uh just setting up the first issue and then the next few issues are when something actually happens and the story gets going and uh, I think that's kind of the Marvel formula these days. Mm. So what do you think about the art? Not a big fan uh, of the art for this one or Bullseye. Uh, I think that's also another uh, thing that Marvel's kind of doing. They're just like, hey, whoever wants to draw our books, we'll take you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not that it was bad at, at all, but it wasn't comic. It didn't seem like comic booky art. It reminded me more of... Um, a lot of what Mike Allred, not Mike Allred. Uh, Greg Lang? Yeah, Mike Allred. He did Ecstatics, right? 
Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 what's your what's the end of this sentence? Well, it reminded me of a progressed version of his art. <laughs> huh. I did not get him at all. I got some Greg Land. I got some Terry Dotson in there. Uh, I forget who the artist is for Ada and Alex. That that indie book. Um, he kind of looked like uh, who's who's the guy that did um, War or Garth Ennis's run on on Punisher. You know what I'm talking about? The Welcome Back Flag yeah. stuff. Yeah. Kind of yeah, was, I, see, I can see that. Yeah. So it was a weird mix going through here because I was like, oh, that's a, like a Dotson face. And I was like, oh, that's definitely a, the Garth Ennis artist, which but it was very strange. Yeah, so, the cover was very Dotson-esque. Yeah. But what what did you think about the story? The story was very lacking, but at the same time, though, I was kind of like, ah, oh, it's very easy to get into. Okay, I know what's going on. There's nothing really to figure out here. Let's see where it goes. You know, it's setting the stage for who the character is going to be, what she stands for. And, you know, it's kind of setting a new status quo. It's not going over and above, and there's not a lot of history behind it, which right now they probably don't want a whole lot of history to these people. Um, it kind of glances over it with a couple of the panels showing her, you know, what has happened before with the hand and Daredevil and Bullseye. Um, but it, it was it was very mediocre. I, I'm still interested, but it was very mediocre. Well, and even with, you know, I guess, you know, how did she get to this part? The last time we saw her, she was in S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Electra was working for S.H.I.E.L.D. And the last time we saw Arcade, he was running Murder World um, over in Hellcat's title over on Coney Island. <laughs> and, and now he just happens to start one in Vegas, and Elektra happens to, I guess, have maybe left Shield. Maybe she's going undercover for Shield. Maybe we're pretending like we don't know anything about Shield anymore. She's franchising it out. That's what's going on here. Or he Arcade is. He's like, I'll open up one here. Are you more or less interested when you found out it was Arcade? Which we knew it was Arcade right from the get go with the tie, the bow tie. We knew that. Yeah. Well. I mean, we knew. I knew it was him back when they announced the series. They announced that Arcade was going to be the main bad guy. Oh, but, for just the first arc, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe I'll only make one arc, you know? Oh, we should uh, be so. <laughs> <laughs> I love Arcade. When he's when Arcade is done right, he's an excellent villain. How I mean, how fun is it to take Marvel superheroes and, you know, put them in a cage and, you know, called Murder World and make them try and live? Sign me up. I'm, I'm ready for that title. <laughs> I'm there! But I don't know that Electra in Murder World alone is going to be entertaining. So it sounds like they're going to do something a little bit different with Arcade. Yeah, and what do you think about Screwball, who is a Spider-Man character? I, I, I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, who cares? Uh, yeah, I, didn't, I don't see them being matched up. I mean, it's kind of like the, the writer Owens is like, you know what? It's about time that we get Arcade, <laughs> Screwball, and Electra together. Don't you think? I mean, how come this hasn't happened before? <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, okay, all right. Um, I really thought that this was one giant story arc running with the devil. You know, I thought there were different pieces and parts. Yeah, the, the variant covers will make you think that. And then, like, gotcha! Ha <laughs> They're not... Well, that's all right, though. I, I, I like how this is kind of reminiscent uh, of, like, you know, you have Spider-Man and his 
back in the early 2000s, I guess, and you have all his characters and their runs on their own books, and so you have the Spider-Man universe corner of the universe on this side and then you have x-men and avengers and daredevil was always a solo so it's kind of cool to have the kingpin and bullseye and Elektra and daredevil have their own you know it seems like you could do a lot with that you could bring in the punisher from time to time maybe moon knight that'd be awesome yeah i'm i'm down with that i i just think these are i mean we already know that bullseye has been changed to a limited series and you know i'm a hundred percent sure that you know Elektra and kingpin will also eventually just be short titles i just don't see these these books going 30 40 50 issues i would love it if they did but yeah but but at the same time though carnage is still going on right uh carnage was canceled but oh okay but it's not i i didn't know it was canceled is it still finishing out its run or no i believe it's gonna finish out its run okay all right never mind then then you've have doubled proved your point sir sorry about that it's all right (laughs) <laughs> I mean, they get rid of Carnage, and yet they uh, they have Venom, right? They do. Let's start a Venom title. Carnage. No one well, liked Carnage, but we're gonna we're gonna do Venom. Well, Venom is not even in the same league as Carnage, as far as the books or as far as the characters. Well, the character. I mean, Venom. People love Venom, <laughs> but but not Carnage. Is what you're telling me? Well, yeah. I mean, Venom. Venom had a billion miniseries back when he was back in the 90s and his latest issue is going to be issue 150 because they're putting all of his various series together and they're saying that he would have 150 issues by now wow carnage was always venom light venom light yeah but still pretty murderous oh yeah when it comes to the kill count carnage carnage is the big papa i'm the big papa i'm I'm just glad that they're not like hey let's follow toxin or hey let's you know like (laughs) we don't we don't need that we don't need that too much too much you know, when there's a book for Solo and there's a book for Slapstick uh, and a Prowler, you're you're kind of like, who knows what Marvel will announce next. I get Prowler. I don't get Slapstick. And Solo, I don't get that either. <laughs> I don't get most of the Marvel books. <laughs> I, don't, I don't purchase most of them. Mm. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame. But you know what? Like, I'm sad, though, because, look, school ends. I got one more class, and then I can sit down and be like, okay, I want to catch up on, and now I have to scratch Carnage from the list. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> you don't have to. You can, you know, have a whole, like, you know, plow through it session, you know? I would, I, I would love to. I'm looking forward to those plow through it sessions. <laughs> what are you going to do this Saturday? I'm going to catch up on Spider-Man. I'm going to catch up on Carnage. I'm going to catch up on Venom. Not not Spider-Gwen. <laughs> what about Gwenpool? You know what? I heard a review of Gwenpool that actually intrigued me. Have you ever read any of that? No. Yeah, me neither. But I was like, oh, that's not what I thought it was. Yeah, Scott Jimenez has been talking about it and you know how crotchety he can get so if he likes it it must be good (laughs) he he does genuinely like it or he's or he said it was okay i think he's just doing it to spite me (laughs) i think he's like jared won't like this and i won't like x-men so i'm gonna say how great this is he's got to be dying with all the the inhumans and everything yeah i don't think he's in I don't think most people are enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, what's the deal? Come on, come on, Alonzo. Well, they say, you know, they're, Marvel's returning back to their meat and potatoes. Are they saying that that's what they're doing right now, or that's where they're heading? That's where they're heading. After okay. Secret Empire, they're going to get back to basics in the oh. new Make Mine Marvel. Nice. All right, so when does Secret Empire start? Uh, April. Okay, okay. I can hold on. 
And, and you know, they're bringing back all that. You know, the, the X-Men are going to have nine titles between them. Right, we talked about all those two, so, the gold and the blue team and everything. Yeah, so I think they're kind of, you know, the retailers have spoken and said, nobody's buying this stuff. What are you guys doing? Yeah, because, I mean, you're you're going to put people out of business and they're just going to be giving this stuff away on free comic book day. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we really dovetailed. What's going on in Bullseye that oh. came out almost a month ago? What are you talking about? <laughs> a month ago. It was almost a month ago. Yeah. All right. By the time this will podcast will be released, it'll be two months. I don't think so. I think I can get this thing out on Wednesday. <laughs> I think I can. I think I can. I did a lot of pre-work, okay? I don't know about all this partying that you say you're going to do. I'm not doing any partying. I'm I'm one of the most boring people you'll ever meet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> okay. 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 We open with four FBI agents guarding a witness, turning state's evidence against Bobby Carnelli, a mobster. Bullseye easily enters the scene and kills all four agents. He chases the witness into a panic room. The witness thinks he's safe and taunts Bullseye, only to find that Bullseye has already left a bomb in the panic room. It explodes. I didn't write that part, but it explodes. Okay. He's dead. We then cut to Bullseye dropping in on his agent to get him to find a good job for him to take. He says he's been lying low way too much with being dead and blind and paralyzed and blah, 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 blah. And now all fixed up and fine by the hand. While he's waiting, he is taking out a bunch of people on the street below by shooting paper clips at them. Uh, his agent tells him about a job to rescue a cartel boss's son in Colombia. And uh, Bullseye is all about this challenge. Uh, next, we jump to the FBI offices in New York, where Joy, the wife of one of the killed agents, is grieving and looking to settle the score. But the FBI hands are tied because S.H.I.E.L.D. came in and took away all the documentation as soon as it was pu- made public that Bullseye was involved. She does get an address of Bullseye's agent and leaves to pay him a visit. Bullseye, Bullseye then meets the cartel boss to get details of his son's rescue. Raf, which I can only assume is short for Raphael, the <laughs> boss tells him that the guy he's going after is no joke and that he wants him to exact revenge on the group called the Black Knife. Little does Bullseye know that the Black Knife knows he's coming, and they are looking forward to it. The last scene is a very gratuitous scene where Bullseye maniacally is stapling those lost have-you-seen-me flyers to random people's foreheads and faces and arms and bellies in the Colombian airport. That's it. Then then there's another story. Oh, you want me to do the follow-up, the backup? No, I was... I was just so excited to be done with this story, and then I'm like, there's more! There's more I have to read? I don't want to read this. <laughs> uh, the other one, the guy, he okay, so Bullseye steals a USB drive, and then he gets chased down, he kills a bunch of people on the motorcycle, then he gets chained to a chair, and the guy starts torturing him and saying, where's the USB, give me the data, you know, and he says, if I tell you, I'll have to kill you. And he's like, tell me where it is. And he starts stabbing him, beating him and stuff and torturing him with a hot, uh, what is it? What is that called? Fireplace poker? Yeah. Yes. Poker. Poker. 
And then uh, he's, he's like, I'm, I'll, if I tell you, I have to kill you. And finally he's like, okay, okay. It looks like you want to go through with this. And the guy's like, ha, ha, ha. Okay, I told you I'd get him to talk. And he's like, here it is. And he said, but I told you, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. So he shoots the USB drive into the dude's forehead. It sinks in a little bit. And then he whams his thigh into his head and kills him, makes it go all the way in. And then uh, somehow he's free of the chains and he just walks out because everybody else is like well i'm not gonna take this guy on he just killed the boss and that's it yep written by marv wolfman artist i like the backup story better alec morgan the the art is definitely better i'll tell you that oh yeah i mean i knew what was happening <laughs> so what do you think about the uh the primary story well no no this is your review you tell me first no 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 okay well the art was tough to take i didn't like the color palette and but it, it kind of looked like um, a, a messier Chris Samney, the guy who did Daredevil with Mark Wade. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't bad, and it had that gritty look, but it had that gritty look without detail. So as soon as you have the second and third panel, um, it kind of has more outline stuff, and you can tell that the inker did a whole lot more than the, the penciler, I, I think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, wait a minute. Maybe maybe this is the same. Oh, it looks like the inker is the penciler. My bad. <laughs> Take, Good it back. Take it back. Take it back. Um, the I think that the ideas behind what he's doing in these stories are way sicker than actually the art. Like, he keeps killing these people with these paper clips. And then when he walks away, the scene below is just awful like people ripped apart somebody's carrying somebody else's arm oh no somebody's carrying their own arm away and like there's just blood everywhere and there's cars it's really disgusting it's pretty terrible um you know this story it could go okay you know but i I don't really care too much about it i do like that it's it's one-off nature um and i i'm interested to see where it goes but this joy character i really don't like her and the one thing that stuck out to me here is he seemed way more maniacal like crazy like deadpool yeah he was kind of i mean i guess he is a a killer cold-blooded killer but yeah he was like thriving on it yeah he's like i don't remember him going around and killing like if he's looking for a challenge then why would he just do these things like staple these things to people and shoot the paper clips and everything like i I don't know that i don't remember bullseye being that way you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i could be wrong i don't know the best time i ever saw him was actually when he was in the dark avengers so and they he had a tough time being controlled there um but like you said this is this is going to be just a a a limited series so it's not really a big deal anyway yeah it's kind of like yeah does it count who cares? Right. It's it had been very strange art. What did what did you think? Yeah, I mean, I almost stopped reading it a couple times and thought, well, I could probably just play along with Andy, but I sojourned through it. Wow, and wow, way to take it for the team, buddy. Hashtag, you're welcome. <laughs> but the art, I think, just did it in for me. If I can't tell what's going on in the in the the panels, and even if I can, and it's just not good. I'm just not interested, you know? I'm I'm not asking for every issue to be drawn by Todd McFarlane or Jim Lee, you know? But what was this? <laughs> I don't know. Bullseyes. I mean, those, those scenes could have just been crazy good and instead they were not even close. Yeah. And, you know, so it's, it's another... And I guess, to me, a bit of the story was kind of generic. It isn't really any different. It's what we've come to expect. 
But then on the other hand, I can't complain and say, oh, it's too different. That's not who Bullseye is. So I guess I, I need to pick which side I'm going to be in, you know? Right, yeah. Also, I mean, it's if we want them to get back to basics and and it's we complain that it's a generic story, you know, it's like, well, you can't have it both ways. Exactly, yeah. Exactly, that, exactly. Which, that's why I, I kind of was fine with this, you know? Um, I, I found this story actually more interesting than the Electra story because the Electra story just seemed like there was no substance there. Yeah, pretty phoned in. Yeah, but it was, you know, if it's if it's setting stuff up or if it's saying, okay, this is the new status quo, this is how we're going to be, yeah, I, I, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'll try, you know, whatever. Give it a give it a try. All right, man, did you have anything else before we wrap up? No, we are ready to wrap this up. All right, this is the M6P. You can visit our website, theM6P.com. You can f- follow us on Twitter at theM6P. You can email us at m6plc at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash the M6P. You can give us a call and actually be part of the show. Actually listen till the end of this show for a voicemail. And be on the show by calling 616-755-TINA. We'll play your voicemail, ask us a question, you know, make fart noises with your armpits. That's fine. We're just happy to have some fan interaction. <laughs> I, I guess that's true. Yeah, why not, you know? <laughs> We are sponsored by DCB Service, Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. Go there, get your pre-orders, single issues. You get them up to 40% off. For the best office deals around, check out CRPSavings.com. For the best SEO deals around, check out MichaelWebSolutions.com. And for absolutely the best blind box you can get on the market, check out TheMarvelousBox.com. All right, and I think that's it, right? You're right. You're right. All right, well, this is the M6P. Hi, this is Dwayne Lindsay. I am a big fan of Marvel 616, now M6P. Just leaving a message to let you know you guys are the greatest. Have a great day.